Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. friends. I had a different episode scheduled for this week and I'm going to push it to next week because I'm feeling called to um, write a post. Uh, well, I was felt called to write a post and I'm feeling called to talk about the holidays as an opportunity to feel. Because whether you're listening to this podcast and feeling your own abortion or listening to this podcast because it's interesting or listening because you're supporting a friend um, or may in the future support a friend through her abortion. Um, Just like any trauma, any loss, any um, eventful experience in someone's life, the holidays are an opportunity that often bubbles up feelings. And so there are, I wanna just set in place that there are hundreds of thousands of women who don't think about their abortion or abortions during the holidays. And there are just as many who do. So this episode, this blog is for the women who do. So as the feelings bubble up around your abortion, allow them to come. My suggestion is to, as best you can, relax your shoulders, soften your face, loosen your hips, Notice what you're feeling in your body and just let it come. Relax into it, feel it, notice it, pay attention to it, honor it. If you are resisting or running from your feelings, it invites them to grow and to then chase you, which sounds terribly scary, doesn't it? <laughs> but the the more you resist, the more you react to your emotions, the more fertilizer you're giving them to have power over you. And so allowing and leaning into them is actually scientifically proven to invite them to pass. It doesn't mean they're going to pass all the time in 90 seconds, as they say, or um, that, or quicker or um, by that day or that they won't come back, but they will pass. They will pass if you feel them, if you just honor them, see them, notice them. So whatever you're feeling is yours. Whatever you're noticing is yours. Don't let anyone tell you it's right or wrong. Just let it be. Take time if you need time. Receive love if you need love and get help if you need help. As time passes by, the thoughts and feelings I have about my own abortion change and evolve. It's not the time itself that changes the thoughts and feelings. It's my own growth and evolution. Time does not, as many of us have heard, heal emotional wounds. That's the job of the mind. Over time, our thoughts about our experience change, and that changes our feelings. It is not time that changes our feelings. It is literally our mind. And I myself am so committed to my own mental health that um, that healing is happening 
so quickly and you know as you'll hear me talk about many many times I feel like I'm so far beyond healing that I'm literally thriving after this abortion experience that I had so with my abortion now almost three years ago my thoughts are much more curiosity based than anything else um who I am not one of those women I talked about at the beginning of the show who uh does not you know, had an abortion, moved on, doesn't think about it. I am the kind of woman who does think about it. Um, but my thoughts are so curious. Like, who would she have been? How would she have fit into our family? What would she contribute to this world? And um, I don't feel sad. These don't make me feel sad. They're literally just interesting to me. And the beautiful thing is that almost three years later, I have answers to these questions. I have answers because I keep asking and I'm open to listening and evolving. So she is grace. She is brave. She is quiet. She is impactful. She fits in our family exactly the way she was meant to, in spirit, in confidence, in love. She contributes more than words can express. She has a voice bigger than most living beings. She doesn't need to be physically seen or heard to make her mark. She's seen and heard in all the ways her story and her message ripple out into the world. The holidays are a seasonal opportunity to unwrap new gifts from your past experiences. Don't be afraid to peel back a new layer every time you're presented with thoughts and memories about your abortion. So Mothering Magazine published an article of mine in February of 2018, but I actually wrote it when we were getting ready for Christmas in 2017. Um, I remember getting ready. I, I can't remember exactly what I was doing, but we were getting ready for Christmas. It was late at night, like it was dark. Um, my husband and I were the only ones awake. And um, it may have even been Christmas Eve. I, now I'm curious and I want to go back and explore that a little. But I do remember so clearly thinking about her thinking about this baby that I have called Grace. And um, I these words just started pouring into my head, and I felt like, I need to write these down. And so I remember rushing to go write them before I felt like they would be lost. And as soon as I wrote them, I thought, these are supposed to go somewhere. And I write a lot, so not everything I write is meant to <laughs> go somewhere. Um. And I think I did send them to a friend, but I also, on a whim, sent them to Mothering Magazine because I thought, I don't know, I don't even remember, but somehow some voice inside me, some angel said, send this to Mothering Magazine. And I didn't hear back from them for a while, but they ended up publishing the article in February. And so as I've described, many of my feelings have changed since then, since I wrote that. But the words here will still ring true for many of you who are listening. And I hope that my revisiting them will help more people breathe a little lighter in the knowledge that they are not alone. This is actually um, the article I 
I will mention next week in the episode I thought was going to go out this week. And, um, I, you know, I'll probably mention it uh, over time because it is the article that really kickstarted me sharing my voice publicly. And um, many women have found it and reached out to me. So I wrote in Mothering Magazine, I don't know who she was, but I miss her. Today, I really miss her. I don't know how I know she was a girl, but I do. Today, as we prepare for a family celebration, I said to my husband, imagine doing this with an infant. She would have been just about a month old today. It remains the hardest and most important thing I've ever done. I had a miscarriage between the girls. This womb has held and loved five babies. All five fill my heart and shape my soul in different ways. You'd think it wouldn't hurt so much. You'd think the well-executed choice and the lack of regret would be healing, but still, it hurts. I don't have any words to explain why. I only know that it does. The gift of being human comes with a full spectrum of pain and pleasure. Sometimes it's hard to separate the two. In this case, I am immensely grateful for our ability to make a choice, and also deeply sad that we had to. I thought I had an IUD. Placed three years prior, it came out without me knowing. I call it my immaculate removal, and sometimes I believe it miraculously disappeared so that I could learn some more lessons of motherhood. We chose termination for our sanity, for our living children, for our future, but that doesn't mean it came as an easy choice. In stepping through the process, I learned how many other mothers, like myself, have made similar choices. Mothers who knew their homes were filled perfectly as is, and that adding another ingredient would not just stir the pot, but boil it over. Though through the termination and in the last nine months, I've longed for resources but there aren't many out there. We mothers who choose fetal termination are still taboo in the general public. Thousands of women are not telling their stories, sharing their pain, or healing together. But we're all out here hurting in waves of unexpected emotion. Too many of us are bottling up the tears as we walk the path with our living families. I write this for all the mothers who hurt, all the mothers who silently grieve, all of the mothers who are so ridiculously proud of themselves for doing the hardest thing they've ever done. Dear mothers, you are strong. You are beautiful. You are enough. Allow yourself to feel. Allow yourself to grieve. Allow yourself to receive. You are not alone. I am holding space with you. Amanda. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice 